Hello, friends. Welcome to this week's 30-Minute Thursdays, otherwise known as 30-Mint, where I bring you my weekly dose of fresh ideas and insights that are helping me to perform at my best. From my favorite recovery hacks, training philosophies, and analyzed guest insights, I will come prepared each week in hopes that you can apply some of these snippets to your everyday life. Now let's get to the show. If you like it, please like and subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And for the true fans, leave a five-star review on Spotify to help support the show. Today, I will be covering my favorite purchases under $100 in 2023, purchases that have helped me recover and stay healthy so that I can push my body to its limits in the sports that I love. Although these purchases pertain specifically to grappling and jujitsu, their application can most definitely benefit other sports. And if I were not doing jujitsu, I would use these anyway. In this episode, you can expect to hear about teeter inversion boots, hyperice mini sphere, and one of my favorite things that I've ever purchased my acupressure mat. All right, let's talk about some cheap things that you can buy that'll have a big impact on your recovery. Now, there are so many freaking gadgets on Instagram, on social media, online uh, that I get marketed for. And it's probably because I'm involved in a lot of different sports and very active, so I'm getting targeted for these things nonstop, and it gets very overwhelming to sift through what's useful and what isn't. There are some high-ticket items like Normatec boots, uh, massage guns, things that are useful in certain settings, but the price point admittedly is high. And I wanted to do an episode about things that I've purchased in this past year that really actually help me recover on a weekly basis. Now, it goes without saying that the things I'm about to talk about are kind of like supplements. They should be supplemental to good nutrition. These items should be supplemental to a good training and recovery protocol. So having a program that is smart, intelligently designed, with good amounts of intensity and frequency, which I've spoken about in previous episodes, that help you manage your recovery and your output at a baseline. You add these things on top when and where you need them, and they help you take your recovery to the next level. But if your recovery is trash, you never sleep, you eat like shit, and now you're adding these into your routine, they're really not going to have a benefit at all. I really look at these things as specific items that I can drop into my week, depending on how I'm feeling, depending on what's sticky that week, what part of my body is in pain from the training, because tightness, tension, loss of temporary flexibility, all these things are just going to happen if you're training sports that you love frequently. If you grapple multiple days a week, you're an idiot and you've chosen a sport that is extremely difficult on the body, an idiot like me, by the way. Uh, and this just takes a wear on us. So it's important to have things in place to take care of yourself. So I'll start here with these teeter boots. Now, I've used inversion tables many times in my life, and I think that they're great. They allow for a little bit of spinal decompression. It's a reversal of all this barbell loading that I find myself doing in training programs. The downside of these inversion tables is they're so big. They take up a lot of space. They're really ugly to look at. They kind of look like a just super strange chair to have in your house. They don't tuck away very well. And for that reason, I have 
not purchased one for years and years, despite having used them at different training facilities and really appreciated the benefit. So I started looking online because my lumbar gets super tight. I've had an MRI on my back, and I know that there's protrusions at L5, L6. And from the sports that I've been doing and the weightlifting that I've been doing for a long time, it's taken a toll on my body. And I know that that part of my body is very compressed. I have, quote, early onset degenerative disc disease, which is a long-winded way of saying your discs are degenerating naturally just faster than they would in an, an average person. So I have to invest a lot of time and energy into making sure that I'm taking care of my back structurally from a strength training perspective, putting deep support in and around my lumbar, but also from an external perspective. What can I do in addition to stretching, to sleeping well, to taking care of myself and foam rolling that can help me decompress that part of the body a little bit. So if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you'll see this, or if you're paying attention on Spotify, you can take a look. These are inversion boots. They run about $99 on Amazon. If I was smarter, I would have set up an affiliate account and all the links would benefit me, but they don't. However, there are links in the show notes so that if you want to click through and check these out, you can do your own shopping and take a look at the other options. But I found that this had the best reviews. There was a, quite a few reviews on this one and compared to other inversion boots. And to be honest, if I'm hanging upside down, I'm not going to skip on price. So they are some of the pricier inversion boots that you can get. But in my eyes, that's money well spent. Hanging upside down, your body gets into this interesting state of relaxation after about a minute. And when you come out of that, you still have to have the strength to basically do a, an upside down power sit up and then grab the pull up bar to unhook yourself. So I want equipment that is durable, comfortable and reliable. And that's why I chose these. Uh, again, they're called the teeter inversion boots and they function like this. They have this uh, padded inside that'll sit around and support your calf and shin so that when you ratchet these down, it doesn't start to pinch into your body part of these types of exercises is relaxation. You're trying to get into a state where your body can release and allow decompression to happen. If you're worried about your shins getting cut up by the boots that you're wearing, it's going to be very hard to get into that space. So these function simply with these two ratchet systems. They're just like snowboard bindings that run on the outside. You loosen them, slip both feet in, and then they have this really durable, thick uh, plastic hook here and this has a little bit of grip tape on the inside. Uh, you can see that right there. So I put both these on, basically do a, a half of a pull-up and flip my legs up onto the top of the pull-up bar, hook in, and then slowly lower myself down. Uh, I got these maybe about nine months ago, and I started with a really slow duration. I talked about this in the episode on habits, starting really small and doing what you can manage and then increasing that. I think it's ever more important in this because you're talking about hanging upside down. A lot can go wrong, right? Obviously, disclaimer, consult with your doctor before you purchase something like this and start doing it. Don't take my word as gold. Take it with a grain of salt. Uh, when you hang upside down in the beginning, it takes quite a bit to get to relax. And I actually, you feel a lot of your muscles engage to prevent you from what I imagine your body thinks is going to happen is falling onto the floor. So a lot of hamstring tension, a lot of glute tension, low back tension. It takes about 30 seconds for that to chill. And then I found that around the minute mark is when I really feel that release. I go for about two minutes upside down 
And I try to work this in once or twice a week. Uh, again, this is a tool that I add onto other elements like good sleep, like smart training programming, like flexibility routine every single night, and these other elements of my recovery routine. This I try to use when I'm feeling a little bit of extra stiffness in and around my low back or my hips. So days where we're doing a lot of guard passing drills, days where we're doing a lot of sparring and my hips are getting smashed, I like to use this on or near those days. So whenever you're introducing something new, if it's a recovery modality of any kind, my opinion is that you should start small and check in with how your body feels. So if you're doing sauna, don't just all of a sudden do sauna every single day for 20 minutes at 190 degrees and gas yourself out. Recovery, despite being recovery in nature, takes energy. So doing something even like hanging upside down requires your body to work a little bit. A lot of times I'll get done with these upside down sessions and I'll be sweating. So there's some degree of effort that's always going on when you're trying to recover. So you have to be smart about when and where you choose to implement these things. But at $99, this is the most bomb-proof thing that I've purchased. And I've used them multiple times a week for, again, about nine months now. And there's not even a chip on them. I'm a big fan of low-cost items that are extremely durable. And I think they're rare to come by. But there's a reason why these ones have such a high review on Amazon. And, uh, you know, I just started doing the 30 minutes. But I would have waited a while if I had purchased these anyway just to make sure that they, do, that they were worth it. And they are. Uh, this has become a staple in my routine. It's one of the reasons that they're on this episode. If you don't have a pull-up bar or you don't have gym access, an inversion table, although it might be a little more expensive, could be a really good addition. Same thing, it hooks into your feet. It gives you more support top to bottom. So if you're concerned with strength and ability to get out of the position of hanging upside down, doing something like an inversion table is a great place to start. And you can control a little bit better with an inversion table the degree to which you're doing the decompression. With these boots, you're either on the ground or you're completely upside down. There's no in-between. So if again, if it's something that's new to you, it might not be the best place to start. But I absolutely swear by these things. And although I look like a complete kook and my fiance probably thinks I'm out of my mind, uh, they are a great staple and something that's very easy to identify when you should be using it. When my back starts barking at me, when my hips start barking at me, that's when I know it's time to implement them into my week. Uh, as far as timing goes, when you should use them, totally up to you. As far as I can find online and things that I've read, there's not a, a certain protocol. I would just say that if you're extremely fatigued from a training day, let's say you did deadlifts or front squats or back squats, you're already putting your hips and, and that part of your body under so much stress. Maybe give it a day. Try to do it on a day in between. Try it first in the morning, try it in the evening, see when your body responds best to utilizing them and try to replicate that going forward. Teeter boots, inversion boots in the show notes, $99 on Amazon, absolutely great purchase. Okay, moving on. Next show and tell item. I did, uh, I led a surf retreat for Equinox in Costa Rica, and one of the sponsors was Hyperice, and this was right around the time that Hyperice came out with the first percussion massage gun that was really marketed towards everyday use. There were a couple other ones like Tim Tam and Theragun, but those were really loud. I mean, they were basically like jigsaws where someone just applied a golf ball to the end of a jigsaw. They were so loud and obnoxious, they actually banned them at the gym that I was working at. But Hyperice sponsored this event, and they gave all of us these little 
uh, hyperice balls. So technically, this isn't a purchase, but it is under $100. And I did just check on Amazon. You can get these still uh, $100 on Amazon. Here's why I absolutely love this high-priced minisphere. One, it fits in any travel bag. I've also driven up to Mammoth with this behind my back, between me and my seat, and use it to help loosen up my back on a long drive. So this goes in my training bag on days for gi training, no gi training. I keep it in the gym when it's not in my training bag, and I utilize it for mostly my calves, my hips, my low back, and then my shoulders. So the way that this works, it's like a little lacrosse ball, kind of beefed up with a little more rugged edge on it. It's got a power button in the middle. You just hold this thing down. It'll activate by turning one of the lights on, and then it has a bunch of different speeds. So as you click, if you're hearing this, it's probably obnoxious, so I'm gonna turn it off. Uh, as you click the, the ball, the speeds increase. So the gyration of the ball goes faster and faster and faster and changes the frequency. So depending on how tight the knot is or what you're working through on your body, I love how applicable this is. You can place it anywhere. It's not as obnoxious as a foam roller. And I, I'm a big fan of Hyperice's products. I think they make some fantastic things. They make vibrating foam rollers, heated foam rollers. They make cool and compression. Like their whole product line is incredible. Uh, but this one specifically, because of the size and how durable it is, you don't need a specific type of flooring to use it, and you can take it anywhere you go. So if you're someone who likes, like myself, to travel and train jiu-jitsu or travel and exercise, this is a great thing to throw in your bag because I can't guarantee that every jiu-jitsu gym I go to is going to have foam rolling and some space where I can do that. I can't guarantee that every hotel gym is going to have the equipment I want. So by throwing this in my bag, it makes it really easy to bring it all over the world and keep my body feeling good, keep the knots out, and make myself ready for the, the training day. I only use the first setting on here. There's, I think, five different settings of intensity, but I found that the first frequency, that initial frequency, is best because it allows enough vibration to create sensation in the muscle where it starts to relax a little bit, but it's not so intense that I'm distracted. Going back to what I was saying about the inversion boots, a lot of this recovery is your ability to relax. That's why we're doing it. Same thing with stretching. So many times you see people stretch and they look like they're getting tortured. The purpose of stretching is trying to get the muscle to relax and give more length. So if you're so strained and struggling that you're creating more tension by trying to stretch, you're completely missing the point. Same thing with these balls. If the vibration is so fierce that it distracts you from being able to relax, that's not worth it. So another reason that I love this ball, these hyperice minispheres, is that they allow you to regulate the intensity very easily, literally with the click of a button. So I usually use this for my calves. It's extremely good for calves because it will fit right in between your two calf muscles. You can roll back and forth. It's great for the outside of the hips, the glutes, uh, behind kind of right by your waistband. If you play a lot of guard and your hips are flexed a lot, you're going to get tightness in this area. So this ball is a really great way to add some vibration and create some relaxation in there. I think they've since made a couple new versions of this. So this is outdated by maybe five years at this point. And it's still, <laughs> it is the most bomb-proof battery life I've ever seen on a device. I mean, I will charge this thing once, 
and it will run for weeks. I'm not even kidding you. I use it constantly. It runs for weeks. So the battery life, the durability, the design, it's not obnoxious looking. I, I like everything black, and this fits that color scheme pretty damn well. So I couldn't recommend this enough. It fits in every single bag. It goes everywhere that I go. One thing I would say about the massage balls, with everything recovery-based or activation-based, so pre-workout and post-workout, it is important to remember that these are tools that you should use, but they shouldn't become the workout itself. Sometimes you can see people drag their warm-up so far that it becomes their workout. You got to get to the place where you can do the thing. That's what's important. That's why tools like this are valuable. Get your body from baseline to ready to work out as quick as you possibly can. Choose the correct exercises to do that. Elevate the heart rate to the right level to do that. So using something like a high-price ball, think of this as the tip of the spear. Do your warm-up, do your walkouts, do your hip openers, whatever it is you have to do, and then identify what part of my body feels out of whack today, now. And when you have the answer to that, then you know what tool to use. Should I use inversion? Should I use a hyperice ball? Should I use a foam roller? Should I use bands? Those questions all get answered by how your body feels and what part of your body is tight or in pain. Because the hyperice ball might not be the best for the inside of the leg, or it might not be the best for a, a fascial issue underneath the foot. Choosing this and using it in specific areas based on how your body feels is another reason why these things can be great, but they have to be used intelligently within that structure. So Hyperice, Hyperice Mini Sphere, $99 on Amazon, Sub 100, one of the best massage tools you will buy. The massage guns are great, but the price point is higher. So within the confines of this episode, keeping everything under $100, I really can't recommend this enough. It will go everywhere you go. It will travel to every jiu-jitsu gym you go to. It can fit in any workout bag you take. And it's a great way to spend two to four minutes with a little bit of extra intensity on loosening up the muscles that you're about to use in your workout. Last little thing on this, I also use it for my neck at the academy. So if I ever have issues with my neck or my traps or in between my shoulders and I just can't figure out how to get to it, I'll go up against the wall, I'll turn this thing on, I'll sit it up against the mat, and then lean on it. So using my body weight against the ball against the wall, it's a great way to get a little bit looser before you start training. Because if you take tightness into a training session, it's not going to get any looser. It's only going to potentially get worse. So toss one of these in your bag. You will not regret it. Moving on, one of the final things, the final thing. This is the headrest to an acupressure mat. These things are an absolute steal, $25.49. Again, if you're, if you're on YouTube or on Spotify video, you can see it. Looks like this. It's just a mat and a separate pillow attachment. I'll show you these little minis on here. You can see these little plastic pieces stick up about two to three millimeters. And they cover the whole, basically what would be the arc of your neck as you're laying down. So here's when I use this. 
like I said, I've, I've had on a skeletal level, there's back issues. And in this past year, getting MRI on my neck and my mid back, uh, there's herniations and protrusions. And this creates a lot of tension as the disc bulges against the nerve and then refers pain into some point of the body. And it takes a lot of effort to create space where you're having that contact. So if you think of your cervical vertebrae, right? They're moving a lot, but if there's a protrusion and they stick out and touch a nerve, it's going to refer pain down in your arm to your hands. You'll have loss or sensation in your fingers. And this can happen from stingers, bad shoots, uh, failed takedowns, head clashes, anything like that that's commonplace in the sports that we love. So when you're training, you can get those stingers. And when a stinger happens, your body does become restricted in that area because it's trying to protect internally what's going on. Even if you're someone with a strong neck and you put effort into strengthening that with something like an iron neck, which purposely isn't on this episode, again, because of the price point, although that's probably my number one uh, purchase of last year. I'll do a separate episode on that. That tension will stay until this nerve issue is resolved, right? That's why it, it literally limits the range of motion in the joint because it's trying to protect itself so it can get better. When I feel that tension, when it keeps building up, and it doesn't matter if I'm, I'm doing stretching and I'm doing hanging and I'm using the hyper ice mini sphere and I'm doing ice, I'm doing sauna, sometimes that tension just remains. And so I started to research different ways that you could do this. Of course, you can get massage. You can get acupuncture, which are two of my favorite modalities for this. However, let's call a spade a spade. It can get pricey if you're getting a massage or acupuncture or both every single week, right? It could be an additional $500 a month cost. So if you're someone who has kids or if cash is a little tight, spending an extra $500 just so that you can feel good to go in and get crushed in jiu-jitsu training, it's a hard sell. So when I started to explore different areas, I found these mats uh, first via Tim Ferriss, I believe, uh, on his 5-Minute Friday, 5-Minute Friday or 5-Bullet Friday blog post and started looking into them. And I just got one because it was so cheap, $25.49. What could go wrong? If I hate it, I'll just return it on Amazon. No problem. I got this thing, and when you first lay down on it, uh, you feel an engagement, like basically from your neck down to your waistline, everything gets stiff because it penetrates the skin enough to feel like something is poking you, but not so much that it, that it breaks the skin. And when that happens from, because it's uniform, it happens from the bottom of the neck all the way down to the waistline, it's a little bit surprising. And so your body kicks out and kind of feels like it feels like someone grabbed the top and bottom of your back and just squoze. And then again, about like a minute and a half, two minute mark, that starts to release. And then eventually it gets to this point. I do it for 10 minutes. It'll get to this point where you can't really tell the difference between the floor, your back and the pad. Everything just kind of feels uh, like one. And I've found, again, this is unsubstantiated evidence is not scientific proof. It's just my opinion from trying to continually hack my recovery and improve the way I feel. I found that if I do this, at least momentarily, there's quite a big lift, right? And I know from understanding physiology, it is not going in and fixing the bulging disc. That is what it is. It's not even penetrating the muscle tissue 
and getting close to the skeleton. So I'm not claiming that laying down an acupuncture mat is going to fix herniated disc or protrusion skeletal issues. It's 100% not the case. But it is creating a sense of relaxation in these muscles superficially that are tight because they're trying to protect this area in the body. So I will use this, again, tip of a spear, when I feel like it's necessary. If I can tell that after multiple surfing sessions, multiple training sessions, that I'm just getting beat up, and that whole area behind my neck, between my shoulder blades starts to get tight, that's a good time for me to jump on the acupressure mat, do a session, and just get a little bit more breathing room. Now, thinking about this, I can also imagine that there's some blood flow benefit to this practice. You can physically see that your back changes color because so much blood rushes in when you get off of it. So if I imagine that blood carries all the beautiful things that it does throughout our body, and it's an essential part in healing, when you get up and blood rushes into this area, it has to have some benefit. You can visually see it and you can feel it. So either it's complete placebo and I'm just an idiot, or it is actually having a benefit. The other place that I found using this, again, this was uh, a recommendation on Tim Ferriss's podcast I started experimenting with, was doing this right before bed. So I'll actually take this and I'll place it in my bed and lay on this for about eight minutes while I read. And something about it going from this to my contoured pillow, that transition is very relaxing. Obviously because of I, you know, the potential slight pain and then the relaxation and then this very soft pillow. It's another nice winding down routine. I'm, I'm very much about routines. I did a whole episode on uh, my morning routine the other day. I will do one about night routines. But it's another step or another notch in that belt of just having consistency in your evening, doing something that promotes relaxation that doesn't promote stimulation. Getting on your phone is stimulating. You're going to be exposed to news. You're going to be exposed to your friend's opinions. You're going to be exposed to the best X that you're not doing, the best Y or Z, how to get A, like whatever it is, you're going to be overwhelmed with it. And that's going to make you think. And when you think, it's hard to fall asleep. So doing something that promotes relaxation, promotes blood flow and muscle relaxation in that area, based on experience only, it feels really great. So I'll add that in there as well. One of my favorite things to do is combine this, and this is actually how I do this, uh, whenever I do the acupressure map. Andrew Huberman has a 10-minute NSDR, which is non-sleep deep rest, also called yoga nidra. This is not something new. It's not something that he created, but it is something that he did a great episode on. And then he recorded a 10-minute yoga nidra session, non-sleep deep rest session. I've also talked about this with Daniel Strauss in his episode on the podcast. You can find that in the show notes. Uh, it's basically a 10-minute guided relaxation session. So it's it's not sleeping, but it's deep rest, non-sleep deep rest. And I will play the video, set it by my head so I can hear it, lay down on the acupressure mat, and go through this cycle. It's basically a, a, a bit of breathing, a bit of focus on different parts of your body, regulating your oxygen and carbon dioxide, and just getting your body to fully chill out. It's a great thing to do in the middle of the day. That's almost always when I utilize it. Instead of at night, um, the reason being, I always fall asleep. I have never done a yoga nidra session and not fallen asleep. So if you're feeling wonky in the middle of the day, if you're feeling tight in the middle of the day, 
You can hop on the mat, do this 10-minute session. It also is a great way to get 10 minutes on the mat because your purpose is to do this NSDR session. Sometimes when I'm just lying on the mat, it can feel monotonous and dragged out and I get bored. And so I, I get up. Doing the NSDR session while on the mat, it almost feels like a double whammy. Like you're getting your 10 minutes of relaxation. You're also getting the muscle relaxation from the mat. And then you can go about your day. These sessions recharge the hell out of me. I mean, it honestly feels like drinking a cup of coffee. And I you know, can say that now, having done this for about eight months, it's not uh, a placebo, I don't think, at this point. When I feel down, when I feel groggy, I'll do that in the middle of the day. Bam, jump right back into work, and I'm totally fine. So acupressure mat, $25.49. Honestly, the cheapest and best uh, investment that I've made, and I really use this thing. And I, you know that I use all these things because I wasn't even smart enough to set up an Amazon referral account to link all these to that so that when you purchase them, I benefit. I don't benefit from this. These are just things that I absolutely stand by. I use them every single week, and they've been a big part of trying to hack my recovery, stay active on the mats, and keep my body in a position that feels like it's 22, despite being 34, almost 35, because these things get ever more important as we move forward. So those are the three. The Teeter Inversion Boots, $99 on Amazon. Hyperice, Minisphere, uh, old model like mine, $99 on Amazon. And the Acupressure Mat, $25.49. If you are still listening at this point and you find any value whatsoever in these episodes, please leave a five-star review on Spotify. It's so easy to do. You just go to the home page of the show, click the, the star, rate it five, submit. You're done. Eternally grateful if you do that. It helps so much with the show, I cannot even begin to communicate this. It takes a show and it organically positions it in front of other people with shared interests, whether that's strength training, jujitsu, mindset for training, and it <clears throat> puts it in front of those people so that they find this organically. That's what I want this show to be, a show appreciated by the community and audience members, but also built by the community and audience members, by like-minded people finding this stuff because it needs to find them, not because I pumped a bunch of money into ads and it was forced down their throat. So again, if you're still listening to this, thank you so much. I really appreciate you tuning in for these 30-minute Thursdays, also known as 30-minute five-star review on Spotify. I absolutely appreciate it. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. And do not miss episode 107 coming out this Tuesday at midnight with the most decorated American grappler and mixed martial arts of all time, Rafael Lovato Jr. Thank you.